Hey everyone, welcome back to another week of Q&A. This week's episode, we're going to be talking about our different relationship experiences. Uh, with that said, I'm Q. And I'm A. And this is Q&A. Hi everyone. Um, as Kyle said, on this week's episode, we're getting into like an interesting topic and I feel like like a good one that a lot of people relate to no matter what your relationship history, right? So for example, we have Kyle over here, aka Buddy, who has been in a relationship for like over a decade essentially and it's just like, you know, long-term committed man right here. And then you have me, who's more so of a failure to launch uh has struggled to find that person type person i guess right um and so obviously there's like a lot of differences between us and what we figured would be interesting to talk about is like you know coming from kyle's experience what that's been like uh the pros and the cons of it possibly or maybe not even cons you want to say like that but maybe like some of the upsides some of the downsides maybe of being in a a long-term relationship possibly and then also on my end what are some of the pros and what I perceive cons of ha- having been single the majority of my life, apart from dating, been in, in a few relationships, you know? So, Kyle, I don't know. Do you want to start off talking about you and Christina and how that's been? Um, yeah. And then so, I'll go from there. So, Christina and I have been, you know, together for, oh, God, over 12 years, almost. Since 2010. Since 2010, almost 12 years. Since 10th grade in high school. Uh, you know, there have been ups and downs and ups and downs and, you know. Want to add one more in there? Rinse and, yeah, <laughs> we'll thought, add one I more I you were going to literally be like, there. ups and uh, downs. <laughs> no, no, we could keep going with that. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, everything worked out and here we are getting married mm-hmm. in October. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of that comes down to when we started dating, we were in high school. Yeah. You know, we were not fully grown adults mm-hmm. and like through college that's really when like the ups and downs came in for the most part um but again you know everything has worked out great i think also um, everything happens for a reason like in a way yeah like you do gain greater perspective on things when you know shit isn't always for perfect sure. you know for sure but you know it's and that is something that's pretty especially in today's day and age something that's pretty rare oh it's really rare you stay with someone from high school that long. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been great. I think we have a great relationship going, um, excited for the next step when we get married, but you know, there were some low points in there, you know, we were on and off for a while there. And like those, I guess more middle years at this point, they are, um, you know, pretty low points, not just in, you know the relationship but maybe like the i would consider like our our lives in general yeah uh but you know again like i said things worked out and here we are but, but i do you have know, this during that time during one of those times you know i did date someone else as well and you know we'll get into that later in the podcast probably maybe, um, maybe when it uh comes to me Kyle. maybe you can relate a little bit on my side yeah dating so, so i'll save it until we get to you a little bit so i you know Steven's the one here who's had like the experience of dating around a bit, dating around more. Not like he's some player. No one get that. Oh God, idea in your very, mind. very far from. Like, it's called dating around, but I'm not like out here dating around, dating around. You know, 
I'm not like as Adam Sandler says, and I think it is one move. I'm not like a cheese tray. I'm not getting passed around the party. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I'm just I'm, a cheese tray. A cheese. <laughs> he said in one, there was one movie, and someone made a comment like. Oh my God, she gets passed around so much. She's like a cheese tray at a party. And I'm like, oh my God. Well, that's God. for sure not you, buddy. I just want someone who likes my kind of cheese. I just, I don't need, I don't need to be the whole damn tray. I just need to find one person I click with, you know? Steven's like that special kind of cheese. He's not for everyone. No. But when someone likes him, they really like him. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. there's a small portion of the world that might be interested in me as a cheese. But like, I'm not like his. I'm more, I'm not as like popular as American cheese or Swiss or pepper jack. I'm like that, that foreign cheese, right? Now someone just needs, I just need someone now to do a fan art or a Photoshop of Steven as a block of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so funny. Oh God. But yeah. Well, back to you, buddy, because we never really, I think we kind of got off there when you said you'd bring up, you know, your one, Mm -hmm. your one instance of dating around, I guess, Mm -hmm. but. But yeah, so when it came to you, you and Christina, I guess, see, like for me, I feel like before we get on to that part, right, uh, there's so many things, I feel like there's so many more things you could hit on when I think about dating a bunch of different people. But when you've been with the same person, that's yeah, who you get. Yeah, it's hard to think of things to It's hard to, to think really of things to on. say. Yeah, but in a way, it's kind of like, I don't know. I think we could look at it from the perspective of, I think, as you said, being in a long-term relationship is... It's so rare these days, um, but it's also like really nice, you know, that like you choose each other, mm-hmm. right? You don't see the garbage that you see with like other people, like especially some All people the have fake social media, social posts. media issues uh-huh. and other stuff like that. It's like you're well, genuinely. And, and, you know, I will say we did having, you know, started dating in high school. We really did like grow together and like shape each other's personalities and interests in a way mm-hmm. you know kind of like how me and you were best friends we grew up together and that's probably so our big... interests and personalities kind of evolved together and that's probably why other. we're still really good friends exactly yeah so that's true Kyle. i feel I the same like way with like me and christina where we started dating when we were you know kids like adolescents like yeah, yeah. so yeah. you know our personalities kind of melded together and you know, evolved alongside each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that also just made the relationship stronger over time, especially when in now in our adulthood years where I feel like we are the people that we are now because of each other in a way. That's true. And, you know, now we are here with, with the dog and, you know, our own place for the past couple of years. And, you know, I'm really satisfied with where we're at in life now. You know, we both have good jobs. We're both, you know, we're doing well for ourselves and yeah. you know i look around my apartment sometimes i'm sitting here i'm like yeah i don't know if this would be possible like without you know her here you know yeah like, i feel like my life would be incredibly different i couldn't even imagine you without christina which right. is weird it's weird yeah yeah well just because she's always been there well <laughs> it's funny it's a little off topic but i remember there's one time when i was in binghamton at college and uh, you were coming up one of the, I think you came up like twice, I think. Yeah, I think. But I you did, came yeah. up once, and you and Christina drove together. Uh huh. And the whole way up, I was just like, at some point in your drive, it hit me. I was like, if they get into an accident right now, 
Oh my I, have, that's right. I was like, I have nobody. I was like, <laughs> what am I gonna do? They should have took two separate I cars. Mean, <laughs> I was like, these two are never allowed to drive together without me there. Because uh, I was like, what what would I do if these two people died? Oh my god. Like just got in a car crash right now. Dude, what would you do? That's actually a really sad thought. No idea. I'd be lost. Your girlfriend and your best friend? That would be crazy. Yeah. That would actually be nuts. That even like kind of floored me, the thought of that, even though I'm the one dying. But I was just like, but that would be really sad. I wouldn't even know how to respond. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you would almost be like, it would almost seem not real like that even happened. Yeah. And yeah, I'm looking forward to being that old man that's like, yeah, I've been with my wife for a million 60 years. 60 years, you know? Like, oh my God. Like to me, that's a... It's hard to put into words, I guess, because to me, like, relationships have been something like, yeah, you should find that person that you, like, truly love. Uh-huh. And stay with them. Yeah. And, that you know, so we've done. You know, again, like I said, we've had our ups and downs before. Yeah. Um, You know, I believe every relationship does. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's a reason that you keep being drawn to one another, you know? No, I know. Sometimes I feel like you can't really explain it, you know, because mm-hmm. even in your hardest times and even when like shit hit the fan and shit like that, you guys did always come back together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and as much as there were issues, which every relationship has issues at some point in time, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, like I always say that like, I couldn't imagine you guys with other people, you know, like I like there's some about your energies that like match each other in a weird way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you both have very similar interests. You're both like have your own weird, funny things that are similar. You know what I mean? Like you, you match each other's energy well, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I feel like that's what everyone's mission is, is to find that. But I feel like finding that in someone else is wicked hard. And I feel like, again, a huge pro of what you have versus what I don't have and what the majority of people don't have is that because you did start dating young, then you did kind of become very similar you mm-hmm. know what i mean you did kind of become one with each other um and even though you're still your own unique people for sure like you and christina are so different in some ways um to the point you probably annoy each other in some respects <laughs> with certain things but but you know who doesn't um but I mean, sometimes it goes could, who could ever be annoyed by me that's so true though Kyle. that's so true right christina though oh for sure for, I could totally see that, yeah for sure all the time all the time but like yeah. me yeah no Definitely, it's not a single thing. It's definitely wrong. not a you thing. No, it's definitely it's not definitely you thing. her, not me. <laughs> but I um, what is it? The thing is, is that oh my god, what was I gonna say? It also could go the other way sometimes. Like I would go to say, even though it might not relate to you, right? Which I don't think it does or will ever. Mm. Some people get married young. They dated from high school. They get married at like twenty one, twenty two, and then they're divorced before thirty. Well, I think those are people that honestly probably rush into it or ignore the signs or ignore signs signs yeah yeah like that because sometimes people do date for a while and then they end up getting married but it's not because they feel it's a lot of times people don't want to part of the issue and i think this is a really good one kyle because i couldn't really think of any cons for you and i'm like i don't want you to sit here and like shit on anything with you and christina either but i think in general terms we could say in terms of long-term relationships depending on the couple right you date someone for so long and you don't want to give up the streak. People don't even like to break a snap streak, let alone you've been dating someone for five years and you want to throw it away, you know? So people are like, you know what? It's been five years. 
I'm going to stay in this, you know, they get married and then they're divorced. I just went out with someone a few weekends ago and they were telling me they have two friends that already have been married and divorced and she's the same age as me. And I'm like, that is crazy. And I always say, whenever I go out with people, I'm like, you know, my biggest thing is like, I never want to get divorced. I don't think it even has to be said. I don't know who's going in thinking like, oh, yo, this is definitely what I want to do. Absolutely the same here. I definitely want to pay a lawyer $500 an hour to (laughs) do this for me. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's just, I think one of the cons is, is that not wanting to let go, even when it's a broken system. I think that's only a con though for people that get stuck in that. Yeah. Like, I honestly think, like, if you're not happy in a relationship and it's not working, you have to recognize that. Yeah. And get out. But it's hard. It's hard, though. No, for sure. And sometimes it might not just be because you don't want to end it, but it could be like my thing, Kyle, with my last relationship, where you're waiting on the person, you're in love with what the person could be and not what they are. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you were with someone forever, and then it wasn't working, you're like waiting, you're thinking they're gonna change and it's gonna be great again and you know, and then they don't, you know, and and kind of moral stories, like people do change sometimes. Like yeah. when you, we're vastly different now. We're the same people, but your response to things, how you go about life and everything else is like largely different than it was when we were in our early 20s. Like we're so different sure maturity wise, mm-hmm. everything. And like some people do become way different mm-hmm. in that, in the time period of 20 to 30. My mom's, well, but Wait, what, buddy? I was going to say, well, for myself, it's been more of, you know, just being more confident in myself and having less of that relationship anxiety, anxiety. that we discussed in I forget what the, episode that was. I think it was the mental health episode that we did. Oh, it was. So it if was, you want yeah. more info and background on that, you can go check that out. Um, but for me, that's what really led to many of our ups and downs. Yeah, that was a big one. Was this relationship anxiety that I had and just the inability to cope with it cope with it in a healthy manner uh-huh. so it manifested in you created constant, the very thing yeah I, I created the really our own our downfall with that because i just couldn't stop myself mm-hmm. it was just a anxious anxiety habit the only way to calm that anxiety was to constantly ask if everything was okay uh-huh. and after a while of doing that multiple times a day it for okay years it wasn't okay anymore. Yeah. So, you know, over time and really one of the last, um, you know, the last time things happened and, you know, is really when I had to set my priorities straight and kind of work through my own crap with that. And it took me a while, but I mean, here we are now. I haven't done it in years. Yeah. Been significantly better. Um, I don't get relationship anxiety anymore. Uh huh. And everything's been perfect since. Yeah. You know, there's no issues. She saw that I made the conscious effort to be like, all right, this it's not okay. Mm-hmm. I need to, you know, get my shit together. And I did. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that the downfall of a lot of long-term relationships is people are so stubborn in a way or don't see that they need to make a change. That's true. They're not in order to just f- like save things and keep things going that's a good one kyle yeah um, like you're you're you're, st- you're stubborn and send your ways and then you don't change mm-hmm. like and you you want to blame the other person and you don't want to reflect on what you're doing you know and so an- another part of that for me is and you know this goes back to like music being a huge influence for me is um 
one of the songs that kind of helped me realize I had to deal with my own shit was uh, Asking Alexandria's Alone in a Room. Oh, yes. I love that. The lyrics being essentially like about having to just face the consequence, like sit there and deal with it, you know? Yeah, you do. Like all the lyric, like all I needed was the last thing I wanted to sit alone in a room and say it all out Ooh, loud. God, you is, gave me chills, man. I got chills in my beard. Is so <laughs> true. Like in order for me to fully realize what I was doing and the fact that I was being my own worst enemy in the relationship and being my own worst enemy in general was to have that unfortunate, you know, down reflective in the relationship period. and have that reflective period of all right, well, I'm alone now, and it's honestly mostly my own doing. Yeah. Because I couldn't stop when she gave me many warnings to stop. Yeah. So, you know, to anyone out there that might be struggling with that, like, it's hard. Looking in the mirror and realizing that you have your own shit to deal with is hard. Mm -hmm. But that's really what drives a relationship. Like, if you can't realize that, eventually you might do the one thing that you don't want to do and push the other person away. Yeah. And, you know, even during those off times, there was never a time that we weren't, like, in contact. Yeah, you guys always were kind of... That one period of time... That one period of time that I talked about where I dated someone else, yeah, we weren't in contact then. Yeah. But that was really only, like, a five-month period Mm -hmm. in the almost 13 years now that we've been you know together yeah um i just want to point you mentioned snapchat streaks before okay i was wondering what you're doing he had his phone out i was like what is this man about to do we have a 2430 day snapchat streak that's actually disgusting (laughs) which works out to over six and a half years of snapchatting each other every day now that we live together, most of the times it's just like one Snapchat in the morning and one at night of sometimes even just a black screen. Oh my god. Just to keep god. that streak going. This is why I got rid of Snap. Don't ask for it. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. But I'm going for the world record. I think you can do it. I have no idea what that is, but I'm going for keep it. Keep going for it. So now I would say those are my things. And I think that But Kyle, would you say so was that in relation to the like the long-term relationship aspect mm-hmm. of that, what are you classifying that as? What do you mean? Like, I guess that was like. I, I would say that's a. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I think that's like the the for me. It kind of works as a pro and a con, in yeah, a way. Yeah. A pro of, in my situation, I think it was a pro in that, it helped me grow in who I was and helped me again realize my own shit kind of realize i had this anxiety that i didn't really know i had yeah until it just started happening it was just a part of me so i didn't really think much of it you know what i mean uh-huh. yeah until i started to realize like it's not normal to fixate this much on things yeah and that's what really made me realize that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and i worked through it in my own ways and i'm you know totally good now yeah um but again, if you want more on that, you can go back and listen to the mental health episode we did. I think it might went a little bit more in depth on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd also say that it is a con in that if you don't change, it depends on the person, I think. Like if you're a, someone that's not willing to take a look at yourself and realize what you are doing might not be best for the relationship, you might be pushing away someone that you truly love. Yeah. You know? 
and I feel like again with the, I feel like part of it is like with, with long-term relationships, you know, I feel like, you know, you're always going to have certain challenges, you know, and I feel mm -hmm. like that is one of the challenges of being in one is like growing with that person, mm -hmm. you know, in a way, because you're always going to have conflict in that respect. Cause at the end of the day, you're, you're two different people. Oh, and at the end of the day, like you and you had your issues in it. Christina definitely wasn't void of her issues within it. And you know, but you both kind of figured it out and you both came from a general sense of understanding. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like you definitively like cared about each other, you know, and it wasn't like you were like playing games or doing shit like that. You know what I mean? And so like you could tell it's like like genuine love for each other, even in times where you felt like it, it was gone. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I feel like and in essence, that's what's nice about being in a relationship with somebody because it's it's almost unconditional after a while. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Well, I, you um, know, I love Christina to death. Yeah. Um, does that mean we don't argue? Absolutely not. You know, arguments happen with everyone. Yeah. Uh, we, we argued probably a couple of weeks ago. It's never about anything major, but just stupid arguments. Yeah. You know, they're always going to happen. doesn't mean you love someone any less. Yeah. You just have to know how to deal with those arguments and how to get past them. You mm -hmm. know? Like, you're going to argue with someone. Me yeah. and you argue. And we yeah. talked about in the last episode we just did. That, yep. Um, doesn't mean that we're not friends after. No, yeah. I know. And I feel like that's a hang-up that people get stuck on a lot, is they'll have, like, one big argument, and then they're like, all right, we're done. Yeah. No, exactly. And, again, I feel like, again, yeah, people are so quick to throw throw in the towel. Like Especially any... these days where you can just open an app. And then just find someone else. Swipe on people and just find someone else. But it's, it's so, like, not effective regardless. We'll get into this, but it's so yeah. ineffective regardless. But... So, I mean, I, I think that handles yeah. pretty much my aspects of it. So I want to get onto your side yeah. of being someone I, that has had the opposite where you've been in like one i've been in like, two relationships but like i've one dated truly like kind of almost long term-ish type yeah like one was longer than the other for yeah. sure well that's true well yeah so for me like unlike kyle who dated when he was like 15 or whatever you were at the time i guess you no yeah you were 15 you were just newly 15 basically when you started dating christina yeah about um that, yeah. And, you know, for me, I would say I'm like a late bloomer, you know what I mean? In terms of the whole dating realm of things like high school, I never dated anybody. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I was just ridden with anxiety again back. This kind of like all stems from like Kyle's mental health thing no works into his friends. relationship. <laughs> and yeah, no wonder we're best friends. We're both fucked up in the head. And then, <laughs> and then my mental health thing influenced my dating history. I feel like in a large part, because like to me, I didn't date anybody in high school because personally i don't think i was like mentally there i like, don't think so either. i don't think you would have found the time to date anyone no i wouldn't want to have found the time and i, I hadn't resolved my own issues mm -hmm. and and i think i dated somebody when it was like finally like feasible it took a long time to get over the whole ocd thing you know what i mean and stuff like that and i feel like between that the low self-esteem kind of being out of shape feeling like shit you know what i mean like there's so much going on in my head and i was just so stressed out that i didn't have time to date somebody and i also didn't have time to give my best self if i did date somebody not that that was in the forefront of my mind then that just is looking at it now if i looked at younger me i don't think i'd be giving my best self to that person um and i don't think it was right for me i think i had to figure myself out before you're going to be with someone else and you know it's funny that we kind of have the opposite on that it's like yeah. i had to figure my shit out while being with somebody with someone 
Yeah. And yeah, you, you had you figured your shit out before you were with someone. Before. Oh, yeah. that's deep, Kyle. Well, I was going to be like, in some ways, like as Kyle said, like you, you almost become somebody when you date somebody. And mm-hmm. I've seen you, you, sometimes it works and I've seen it in a bad way too. Oh yeah. We both have. Yeah. We both have. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, and, but for me, the one thing I liked and the pro of being single, right. For, for, I don't know, what was it? Like 22 years, basically. Yeah. Uh, like I dated this girl senior year of college for like four months. It wasn't that long. And you um, hardly saw each other. And we hardly saw each other because I met her through a friend of a friend. She went to UConn. I was at Endicott. It was like a two-hour drive. So it was like every other weekend. You know what I mean? And so it wasn't really that much of anything. But we still dated for four months. It was my first ever girlfriend ever. Right? Um, and before I get into that slightly is that like, you know, leading, leading up to dating people, I was always happy. Like in a way, even though I wanted to try to find somebody, I was proud that, you know, in in being alone for so long because I had seen what it happened to other people, um, I just became my own person, and that's what I appreciate about myself. Like I didn't feel the need. I've seen so many people who are relationship hoppers, and that like have dated like like a bunch of people. Like they go from one to the next and next and next. Mm-hmm. And I've always saw that as sometimes like if you date someone too young, it's a lot of times it's been the people that dated young. And then they never grew up alone, especially in adolescence. They develop like a dependency of being with somebody else. And for me, I was never feeling like I needed to date somebody else. Now I'm kind of in a precarious situation where everyone I know is getting married and I feel like the boat's fucking leaving. And my, I, like, I left my kids on the dock. No, no, my kids are on the boat. And I, 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 I'm on the dock watching the boat leave with my kids. And I'm like, oh my God. Steven's out here feeling like a, a 60-something-year-old like empty nester who's like, finally, or their kids went off to college and he's just sitting there alone. Yeah, just sitting there alone. And like, I just feel like, you know, I, I date with more intention now, you know, but... I don't mm-hmm. want to get too far ahead of myself. I want to start from the beginning, kind of, and, like, be brief, but get to, yeah. to there. I dated the girl in college, um, and and I think, for me, it was, it was like I met someone who was mutually interested. We had conversational. Like, we both could talk. Mm-hmm. But there was no chemistry there. No. But it was the first time I ever dated somebody, and I didn't. I think I was just, like, you were an awestruck. Like, holy shit, like, someone kind of likes me. This is crazy. Yeah. And, like, I think that's where I came, it came and, from. And I feel like that's something, since you kind of started late, I feel like that's something that was... Would have been a thing in high school. Would have been a thing in, like, high school, where you're like, oh, this person is into me. And you even went even though it. I'm not that into them, I'm going to go with it anyway. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. You might have just went with the flow. And I remember, uh, quick story, I'll, I'll never forget the first time you went on a date with her. And you came back because I think it was your first day. It was like right before a Christmas party or something uh-huh. like that. <laughs> you loved saying this. I love this story <laughs> because it's so funny. Me and Christina were there. And I don't remember if there was anyone else there. But it was definitely me and Christina. And we were like, oh, Stephen, that's so awesome. Like, do you like her? Yeah, she's cool. But Stephen, like, do, do you like her? Do you think there's something there? Oh, well, we could talk a lot. There's a We have some things in common. Stephen, do you like her? We go. We both go to the gym. So at no point did we ever actually like have Kyle that vibe that there was like that something deeper, like there. that true chemistry there. Yeah, but in the moment it was like I was just happy to be there. I think exactly. And, but then it quickly dawned on me like, oh shit, I don't think there's anything here, you know? Because mm-hmm. basically, she got into optometry school in Boston. I was going back to New Pulse for grad school, 
and I'm like, and she wanted to see each other like every weekend, and I'm like, I'm that's, not doing that's that. Even even further, it, it was drive. like five. Yeah. If you if you factor in the traffic I deal with, <laughs> and if I went ever if I ever left from New Pulse to go back, that's like five hours. Yeah, and I was like, screw that. I'm like, and and you know when we broke up, I remember she told me she's like, well if. If you wanted it to work, you would make it work. And I was like, at the time, I was like, yo, this petty ass bitch. But, but then I, uh, you know, when I was sitting there afterwards, I was like, you know what? Like, she's right. Like, mm-hmm. I think if I knew she was my person, like, I knew undoubtedly, like, I loved the shit out of this person. You'd make it work for a I would have done it. Or yeah. I would have at least tried. But another thing is, like, I feel like I threw in the towel so quickly. I was still kind of, like, developing myself at the time. And I was still in the mindset of... I see stress, run from stress. I yeah. didn't like it. And like, I perceived like issues in advance and I ran from it. Whereas now I, I say yes to a lot of things. I don't think you did though. In no. this situation, I don't think you did because I think it was, like I said, I think I knew a story. I think everyone else knew before you did. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I knew it wasn't going to work. Your moment of realizing like, well now in addition to not being super like into her like that. It's going to cause a lot of stress. It's going to cause unnecessary stress and things that you don't want to deal with. So yes, if you if you really did love her and like knew that was your person you wanted to be with, yeah, you could have made it work cuz what it would have been like two more years for both of you something like that. No, 5 for her. 5 for well, whatever. I mean like but again, <laughs> if you Cousin, really want that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you really wanted it to work, it would have been two years for you in school. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you could have moved down there or something. I could have moved. Like, I would have had know, to get recertified, though. Again. But New York to Boston's easier than another state to New York. New York's, like, the hardest state to get certified in. Mm, well, that's true, yeah. So, but at the end of the day, would it have been possible if you wanted that? Yes. Yeah. But I think it was apparent to you at the time that you did not want that. Yeah, no. And I, I don't d- think you threw it away too quick. I think it was the right thing to do instead of stringing her along when you knew... You didn't want to be with yeah, her. Yeah, she's just going to be bending over backwards for something that I wasn't really convinced of. Exactly. And so, you know, I left that. I think in the end, though, I did feel, like, kind of bad because I cut it immediately. Like, you could tell. I think she was more in love with me. I think she was in love with me, but, like, I wasn't really in love with her. Yeah. And, um, and like, even, like, a year or two later, I'd be in my car sometimes. It just hit me, and I'd just feel kind of, like, shit about it. Like, I don't think I handled it right. Like, I think I, like, said how I, I felt. I disagree, though. I think you handled it. I was honest with my feelings. Way. You were honest with her, and I think that, like you said, I think she just loved you more. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, she made me feel like shit. But though. yeah, she guilted. She tried to guilt oh you on it. Oh my god. Um, which is never the thing to do. Stephen so. Stephen cannot be peer pressured. Just I'm anyone just listening gonna, to this, un unswayed. I'm gonna throw in my one my one story that I can relate to Stephen with here. Okay. In that. Uh, so, like I mentioned before, there was that one period when me and Christina had broken up at one point for a mm-hmm. few months. Uh, I dated someone else during that time. A few months in, I, you know, I pretty much knew the whole time, like that I was like not feeling, not it. feeling it, you know. Yeah. And I had tried to break up with her at one point, and she made me feel so bad. And, like, guilted me into being like, all right, fine, I'll give it another try. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me this story. And it did. And the whole time after that, I was just like, well, whatever. Like, I, not invested in this at all. I only ever was invested in it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is not what I want to be doing. And then one day, this is, I was still at, I was at Binghamton at this point. And Christina texted me one day out of nowhere. 
so I was talking to her. It's on like, I think it was on Instagram or something. She had messaged me. So I was like talking to her for a while. And then, uh, you know, he's was like, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So we started talking again a little bit. Never told the other person. Should I have in hindsight? Maybe. Realistically, should have just put my foot down when I knew that that's not what I wanted. I wanted to break up with yeah, her. But you felt bad. You felt too but bad. I felt bad. And then after coming home from Binghamton, you know, met up with Christina and, like, talked and stuff. And then we both realized, like, we really missed each other and wanted to get back together. I think your heart was always still there. It was. You, it you moved on was. way... You dated her way too soon. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And I think you're just... I was looking for something trying to, try to, fill, to fill a void that, void that was yeah. there, which yeah. is... Don't recommend it. No. Uh, there's another person before that, too, but we don't talk about that one. <laughs> I think that's better left off <laughs> the podcast. That's better left away. Kyle's, um, like, essentially, like, like a closet <laughs> fuckboy for the last the last move. Oof. <laughs> Uh, don't attack me like that, buddy. Oh, but, my God. <laughs> um, but no. So, yeah, definitely was trying to, like, fill a void there. But then it turned into a whole bigger situation than it had to be. Yeah. Which ultimately led to strains on other things in the friends. Other relationships. And other relationships yeah. in my life. Which would have all been, you know, avoided had I just put my foot down and been like, No. I'm not letting you guilt me into this. Like, yeah. I don't want to be with you, so I'm not going to be. Yeah. Deep down, did I know I want to be with Christina? Yes. Uh-huh. At the time, we were not. Then when we started, like, reconnecting and stuff, it was blatantly obvious. And then we decided we want to get back together. And, you know, not my finest moment. No. But I was like, <laughs> hey, uh, we're done. Called the other girls. Like, hey, so, yeah, we're done whatever Bye. uh-huh and then was immediately with christina again oh my so that god. just set off a, a hell storm yeah oh yeah. my god hell storm of immature people uh tweeting at each other and putting things on twitter without you know doing i think they call it subtweeting. Subtweeting, yeah most immature childish childish shit in the world yeah uh, people didn't even know her or the situation. Again, again, Jesse had all the right in the world to. She absolutely had all the right in the to, world to, to do like, shit like that. Like off. she just pissed. Yeah, but the but other the person, other person involved here did not. Didn't even no, know her. That was crazy. Had no reason to do anything, and just all of a sudden started shitting on everyone. Yeah. Unpromptedly. Yeah. No one would give a response back because it was just childish. And that just honestly led to strain on other friendships and. It was a shame. Yeah. But that's at, true. anyway, moral of the story on that is when you know, you know. You know. And don't let people pressure you into staying in something. Yeah, you got to do what you don't want you. to be. And that extends to other aspects of your life as well. Yeah. But super important in that because honestly, you don't want to waste your time in a relationship you don't want to be in. No, you really got to do what's best for you. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. go off what's best for someone else because then you're not going to be happy. And honestly, I think that's where that's again back to the whole divorce thing with people who've been dating forever. I think that's a huge predicator of that is like sacrificing who you are for someone else and then resenting that person and then you get divorced. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's why I love Christina is that the two of us can just be ourselves around each other. There's no sacrifice in our personalities at yeah. all. There's it's just us being our stupid, goofy selves around exactly. each other. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we balance each other out in that way. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, let you continue on with your next story. Yeah, so this Kyle, is where it gets interesting. Similar to that, yeah. So, so anyway, so I, I broke up with my first girlfriend, right? And I'm going you to grad school. potato. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I got, like, some sub... Speaking of sub-tweets, there was, like, a sub-Snapchat, like, thing where she got a potato that said, guys aren't shit. Men ain't shit. Men ain't shit on a potato. And I was just like, what? (laughs) What? I will say, you broke up with her in the most sincere am i not well, a nice person well i'm such a nice person i've ever seen anyone break up with anyone i'm such a nice person i was on the phone with her for like hours, hours that day. Dude. dude i couldn't even eat i eat all the time i was so upset that i had hurt somebody like i i like was when so- you told me about the men ain't shit thing i was like i get her being sad but don't but do you did like you did absolutely nothing no. to warrant and her being friends, like angry. Her friends who were again, I met her through friends of friends, and her friends went to my school, right? Because they were friends with my roommates senior year. So I saw them every day. But they kept the shit going for years. They kept it going, dude. They pulled shit like a, a, a year ago. Within a year ago, yeah. They just randomly called my phone to fuck around. And you around. dated this girl, what, six years ago at this point? It, yeah, how Six or seven wild. years ago. Dude, I'm pretty sure she's with somebody and living with somebody, and you're still doing weird shit. That's weird. It's so strange. Dude. People am, are weird. Am I that irresistible, Kyle? Tell me. Tell me North Face right now. See, I think you are. He's looking right at me, guys. I think I, we're getting the I think story. you are. I can't look away. Kyle can't look away. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so like, so that ended, regardless of that, you know, that ended, I went to grad school. Mm-hmm. And this is where a string of my string current of bad luck bad luck happened. Uh, whereas like, all right, I didn't put myself out there really the first, I ran into a few people that were like, oh, they're attractive, whatnot, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, the other relationship kind of just landed in my lap. So it was easy. I think the hardest part of being single and dating is just putting yourself out there for rejection and, and, you know, shooting your shot and being confident in yourself, you know? Um, and for a year I didn't do anything. And then the second year I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to ask this one girl who was in my program. She wasn't, she was in teaching, but she was in undergrad. So she was like probably my sister's age, like if two or three years younger at the time, she was a senior at new Pulse, And I was in my second year of grad school, but she said she'd be down to go out and then completely just lied. So she like over text, yes, over text, well, just be honest. She said she'd go out with you. That's the messed up part. That's on the that fun. One was, but that's why I have I issues these night, days. Yes. Kyle. And we, we talk about this. Yep. I remember that night too, because it was on the way we were going to emo night. We went to emo night. night at the place that was, and the, uh, yeah. you were texting her or something. Yeah. And then you were waiting for that text and you got that text back. That was like, yeah, I'd love to go out, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then she just ghosted you. Yeah. Then basically she just ghosted me and I was like, you couldn't just be straight, just though? Just be straight and say, like, oh, you know, I'm not interested. It like, was over text message. Yeah. Just say fucking uh-huh. no. She was never going to see me again otherwise. Yep. It's not like we had class next semester. It was, like, basically over. Like, I didn't, we didn't have class anymore. I just met her through because I was taking extra chem classes to get my cert. And I wasn't going to see her again. She so, could have just said, no, sorry, not interested. Or just been nice just and say, nice. Steven, I think yes. you're really cool. Uh-huh. I think you're a great guy. But, like, I just don't feel that way towards you. And I would have, like, genuinely appreciated that. In the moment, I would have been a little upset, but I think now, coming from the lens of like having been screwed over a few times, like I would have really, really appreciated that. I still appreciate it to this day. But like, as Kyle knows now, I'll have a girl say like, "Oh yeah," like she's still interested, and like it'll seem like that. And I'm oh, sitting there all the thinking they're lying. I like, I think I'm like because when you when you've been screwed over and lied to in that respect, and you realize it's just so easy for people just to tell you one thing and mean the other, like you're like. 
do you really though? Or are you just saying that? Because you almost can't trust people to be straight with you anymore. Like people are always lying, you know? Mm-hmm. And and so that was kind of the beginning of a few Similar things. things happened like two or three times after that. It was that. three in a row. Yeah. It was that one. It was Christina's coworker, mm-hmm. who again, you know who you are if you're listening to this. It was not down my mind, which probably not anyway. Uh, but we were like, she came to Christina's birthday party. We went to that casino place in Westchester, whatever. Oh my God. That friend, I forgot about that. that. I thought you were talking to someone, talking no, about someone no, else. No, no, no. But there's oh, another friend because yeah, yeah, Christina's friends that. love to yep. fuck me over. Yeah, they sure do. Yeah, they do. Uh, she's a bad read it. She probably hear me shit talking like her, her friends suggest. She doesn't even set me up anymore. Well, they're not, they don't even really talk too much anymore. No, no. Cause they weren't real friends though. Yeah. Honestly. So, so she tried to set me up with the one friend. The one friend came, showed genuine interest. She started like randomly holding your hand. I remember that night. Dude, she was You're just definitely walking through the casino. Us. She's grabbed your hand, was yeah. holding it and was yeah, all yeah. over you that whole all night. All over me. But then this is the craziest part <laughs> for people who know me and are listening to this. You're going to be like, that's wild. I think she just wanted to have sex with me. I don't even think she wanted. I don't even think she wanted a relationship or anything. I think she just wanted to get fucked that night, and then mm-hmm. that was it. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, is that she tried relentlessly well, that we that night. She even room. stayed over. She wasn't gonna stay over. She stayed yep. over. I I'm polite. You know me, Kai. I'm like the furthest thing from a fuck boy. I think people think I am visually now, mm-hmm. but like, like if you know me, you know that's not true, and. I gave her the cap. I gave her the pull-out bed. I slept on this corner piece of the L-shaped couch that didn't pull out. It was so uncomfy. She's like, "We could share. But you could. I could share." And I thought she was just being nice. That's how fucking delusional I was. Like even even five years ago, I was that delusional. And I, uh, Steven, just missing all the signs. You know now, Kyle. I'm so in tune. I would know immediately. I would have known immediately. I've been like, "Yo, I, I I got the in right now." But you know, Kyle and Christine were also two feet away. Through a sliding glass door. So the door <laughs> they do anything so anyway. They were like it was like this big suite. It was the main area that was like had like a little mini the couch, kitchen, like the couch yeah. and kitchen and all that kind of stuff. And there was this weird slide I don't even think it was glass. It was like this weird sliding door. Maybe think of like some kind of like Asian, like Japanese type of guess, sliding yeah. door. So it wasn't even like a clo a fully closed, well soundproof door mm-hmm. or anything. It was just a little sliding thing. Yeah, and I, again, it was not soundproof, we'll say that. <laughs> so anyway, but either way, anyone that knows me knows I'm not like the uh, the one-night stand type of person. I'm just not like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I need to be comfortable with you. And uh, and basically, I didn't I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? But I, I, we did end up sleeping to get, like, physically in the same vicinity, in the same, vicinity, in the same bed and shit. And she, she, tr- she, she, she tried. When I say full effort was being given, like... Uh, that's what I mean. And so anyway, I was like, I wanted, I thought she was really cool though, regardless of that. Mm-hmm. I clearly respect her. I wasn't going to like just do shit. I, you know what I mean? Well, I'm just surprised that she wanted the meat so bad being a vegan and all. Oh, f- <laughs> God, you're really giving away these clues, man. Are they? <laughs> I think she knows who so she, she is she... with all these hints already. Oh, dude, she does. But I, um, oh my God. So anyway, I asked her out. Right. And then basically she she was like oh yeah you know in person i think i said hey if you'd like to go out sometime yes. i'd love to go out or whatever and and I, I shot my shot on that and then and she's like yeah and then we talked and chatted and then it never happened like i tried we tried making plans and then at some point she i right, should i bring this up kyle she said she said her her cousin died or somebody right something like that. someone yeah. in her family died and 
And that was the end of it, basically. So my one pet peeve here is that your family member can die, but it's not an excuse to never talk to, to again. never talk to me again. Because you could have just used that to be like, all right, yeah, this is why I can't go out, which, okay, that'd be fair. But yeah, that's very, but that's, it, that's, we're not saying that's no, not fair. That is a fair excuse to not go on a date fair. with someone. It's super fair. It's not a fair excuse to then never speak to yeah, that person Yeah, like she again. clearly did use it as a cop-out. It yeah. wasn't real. It could have been a real event, but it just was. Sometimes me and Kyle jokingly say, like, yo, what if she actually made it up? <laughs> Can you imagine that? It's like, Kata, he made that up just to get out of a date. So, um, yeah. So the way she acted, I went basically from most eligible bachelor in the planet to... Like shit on the bottom of her to shoe. To like shit on the bottom of her shoe. Yeah, honestly, though. Yeah. So then that, that, I fucked that up. And then I had this whole insecurity thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't act on it. And so I felt like insecure. Like, oh, I don't mm. act on things. I don't move fast enough. You know what I mean? Like, people don't like me because of that. So first, I had people lying to me, like, telling me one thing, meaning a different thing, ghosting me. I had this chick who seemingly really wanted me, then didn't. And then I was like, it's because I didn't make a move. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third one was my neighbor, Kelly. Oh, she tried to use you to like move her oh, apartment. Oh, dude, she shit. played me so oh, hard. Yeah, she tried to that play was you the, good. That was the cra- that was the most intense play either. Like I've I've ever been a part of. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I would rather have someone just outright ghost me or like. Oh yeah, she she tried to play you like a fiddle, buddy. Dude, at first it was genuine. Like we went on a date, we went to the movies. I remember we saw Frozen two, mm-hmm. um, and like it was fine, and like it actually went well. But I think the moment it went south was I didn't again with me not making the fucking move. Like I swear to God, I want to like bang my head against the wall. Um, yeah, but I think by not doing that, I think you dodged bullet. No, no, I did because if she, if, dude, if she did that because of that, then like you're mm-hmm. they you don't not, want that. You don't want. You're not a good person. You know what I mean? Um, and so, but I, in the time I internalized it like that, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't move quick enough cause I took it from the second one that I added it to that one. You know what I mean? Um, and so after that, basically COVID happened shortly after I was student teaching that year. I remember, um, but that girl, she would invite me, my neighbor who I dated, who led me on like that. She would invite me to go do stuff when she knew I was either like busy or I couldn't make it. She wanted to go walk away one day. I remember. And I was like student teaching i was at this building till like 3 30 or 4 gets dark at like 5 30 i'm in yorktown heights i'm like i'm not making it to the walkway in a reasonable time where we could actually walk the walkway and i think she knew that because it didn't make any sense and so she just wanted the validation that like i was still interested and then she would just take it away so she'd give take give take you know what i mean and not really given holding it out in front of me you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so i was like fuck that and then that was the first time in my life like the other two girls i never said anything to them and then when kelly did that dude i like sent her this message where i didn't say anything mean i didn't call her mean i just basically told her like in a very polite way to just fuck off like at that point be- without saying it because I was just straight with her, and I was like, like I just think it's ridiculous that you treated me like that. You know what I mean? I yeah, straight. well, I mean, she also, like I said, tried to get you to move her into an apartment. And then didn't. Yeah. Like, it was weird. It was just so weird. She did weird shit, and I was like, whatever. Everyone I knew was like, they not, they're not that big of fans of her. So, like, mm-hmm. my sister was a little bit apprehensive, you know. Um, and that was that. So, needless to say, COVID came, right? That was, like, all of the rest of 2020 then 2021 and at the end of that i was like you know ma i haven't i was talking to my mom i tried dating apps i think here and there but like to no avail 
those are garbage and a half. You know what I mean? So glad to finally hear you say that and stop using them. No, I did. I'll never go on them again. I really genuinely like. I'm going to meet people in real life, and I'm either gonna like have a have. And look, you've had so much better luck with that in recent years. I have. Uh I've really grown into myself too. Like I feel like who I. You're willing to shoot your shot now when you weren't back in the day. I'm willing to shoot my shot. I feel like I finally have a refined look. Like, I, I finally grew and into just, my... And not just that, you do look better now, I mean, hands down. Not yeah, that well, you back. ever looked bad. No, but even after college, I oh, still yeah. looked like a kid, oh, like, at the end of college. But now, like, not even saying that, but, like, you also just have a lot more self-confidence now. And you, I think you could tell, yeah. like, when you talk to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, now I actually do that, and I'm like, you know what? If I meet people, I'm just going to, like, I'm just going to shoot the shot. If I'm not, if I genuinely want to, I'll just do it. Yep. You know what I mean? And just, like, see how it goes. Um, because with that, it's like, you have people that, and no offense to people, but, like, you have people, like, if, I, if I'm if i a, like, you can have, be a dude, and you could be really good looking, you know? And you won't get equal quality in terms of looks in the women on a dating site. In fact, you'll get people that are, like, a 2 out of 10 mm-hmm. hitting you up mm-hmm. like you're equal because the amount of attention they get on there boost their boost their perception of their of their attractiveness mm-hmm. and it's the truth it's not me being and, a and dick it does happen in the reverse yes. too it does it does yeah. but i'm not being a dick i'm just being honest you know what i mean there's also a lot more men on there than women supposedly statistically yes. and so again it's kind of like there's too much competition but it's also surface level and it never goes anywhere and people are from one to the next to the next just like you and most come on like if ladies, if we're listening here, most women are on there for validation. Like, let's be 100% honest. Oh, hands down. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's so evident. You know what I mean? Um, well, I think that the online dating world went from something. It was that good. That was a good idea. Yeah, it was like a good when idea. you had like the originals, like eHarmony and Match. That were I think you could still made, go on those. You and still I think can. It would they still, still have them. Those are made for like legitimate, legitimate really people intentional. trying to find like their forever person you mm-hmm. know then you had the apps the more social media versions of these yeah like your tinders and your bumbles Bumble, and hinge, hinge there, yeah. whatever some of the plenty old ones of were plenty of fish um <laughs> black people meet farmers only farmers only uh, uh, oh there's uh, one Jew other date i think Jew date. One. <laughs> uh, so you know initially good idea uh-huh. well-intentioned ideas and then when tinder blew up yeah, all the other ones followed suit, mm-hmm. and just became this like hookup culture. No one's actually looking for a relationship on those. Like, if we're gonna be honest about it, yeah, a vast majority of people are on there, like you said, for validation mm-hmm. or for a hookup or something. No, they are. Yeah, most people on there aren't there to find like a lasting relationship. No, they're not. They're just there for the moment. They're there for the moment, not forever. You know what I mean? And and again, I feel like I had such bad luck with that. So I, I finally gave up on that. But that was in the in-between. I kind of did that a little bit during COVID, after Kelly, mm-hmm. COVID, coming out of COVID. And then I remember 20, it was 2022, May, I think end of 2021, Christina introduced me to the other friend. Yeah, there's like December 21. Yep, there was another mm-hmm. friend we met. We got along good. Like I felt like there was a vibe there. Yep. Um like back in the day way out of my league like i would if you told little steven like i was gonna like go out with this girl i would have been like no way on this planet will that ever be my my circumstances but yeah so i was like pretty jazzed about it 
Um, but then we were supposed to go out. There was an ice storm that day. The yep. one where my car took me 45 minutes to unthaw my car. I was almost still willing to go out because I was just like, I didn't want it to fizzle out. If there's anything I learned about dating people is like, you got to hit while the iron's hot or it just dies. And, and so I was like, fuck, why does this happen? So she's like, oh, we should reschedule. I'm like, all right, it's understandable. It's legit. Mm-hmm. Then we, when we rescheduled like halfway through the week, she said like she wasn't feeling well, getting sick. I didn't necessarily, again, coming from like the issues I had with other people, I, I was like a little skeptical of it, to be honest. Um, but I was like, okay, she let me know three days in advance. It's either legit or she's like really playing the sound in advance. So it seems legit. I didn't know. That's my thought process. But, but anyway, I was like, okay. I said, just let me know. She doesn't get back to me until Friday at like four. The reservation was for six. I was in Monroe cause I tutored on Fridays. So she let me know way, way late. And I was like, it's all good. I was still polite about it. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. And then I, Kyle and Matt we invited me a, out for bro and times. We had bro and times day at Texas, Texas roadhouse. roadhouse and the, and the buns are messy there. And I was like, I didn't touch my phone the whole time. Well, at least even got some messy buns that day. At least some got messy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, and so I look at my Snapchat prior to leaving. Right. And I see she posted something and she's at a bar with another dude. So obviously I took that the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like yes. who in the, in the in, right mind, would not look at it that way. You know what I mean? And like the fact it was mainly more so the fact that like without context for you to regardless of what she was doing, the purpose or whatever, yes, it was stupid it was, to post. It, she shouldn't have posted it because if, if her not going out with me really meant something like she's bummed, like she didn't go out, it would have been at the forefront of her mind. Like I shouldn't post the Snapchat because Steve's yeah. going to see he's going to get the wrong impression. So immediately that to me came off like she gave zero shits. So hindsight. That was not the case. She didn't go out with someone else or anything. I don't know about that. She picked herself up. She picked her friend up from a bar and walked in to say hello. Supposedly, that's the story. Problem is, you didn't take it that way. No. And you took it very personally. Yes. And blew up. Yes. I kept it pretty short, though, but I was just straight with her. And I said, if you just didn't want to go out, you should have just said you didn't want to go out. You know, and basically kept that in, say anything mean or anything else. I was just straight. And that's how it came off. And instead of admitting that it looked a certain way, she just proceeded to be like, well, this is actually what happened. But if it were me and I did that to somebody, because she erased it, Kyle. She fucking knew after the fact. I guarantee you that's why she erased it. it. hit her like, oh, shit. If you knew it looked wrong, then I would have at least said, I totally get her coming. I'm so sorry. You know, I was picking up my friend. It hit me after the fact, like, oh, shit, this is going to look wrong. And, like, I didn't mean for it. I'm sorry, you know? Because mm-hmm. if you genuinely realized it looked bad, then, like, just be apologetic. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, someone's coming from a feeling where, like, you hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think she handled it in a genuine way either. You know what I mean? And to this day, like, I did at one point apologize, yes. you know? I, I think that the two of you could have handled it better. I think, I think she, that she yeah, shouldn't yeah. have posted it on Snapchat. And I could have said it differently. Place, and you could have said it very yeah, yeah. differently. And I told did. her, and I never apologized for how I felt towards it. Because well, oh, no, I no, still no. felt the same. There's but nothing I, wrong with I apologized about for like how I said it. Like yeah. I could have said it a different way, and mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but I still find the whole thing a little suspect. Like I still find the whole thing. Like I don't, I don't for a second like blame myself for how I felt towards that no, and entire you situation. Yeah, because it was still sketchy to me, in in my opinion. So. But anyway, that was that. So then I had that instance. I ended up going out for Valentine's Day with my family. And I was like, wow, this is a bummer. I was supposed to go out with this girl. And now, like, it's over. And I felt like shit the whole day. I just felt, didn't feel happy. And then I went out that for Valentine's Day. That night. Oh, so I went out for Valentine's Day with my family Saturday night. And, I, and me and my other friend at the time were, we were, we were going out every week. Because prior to Christina's friend, I made a promise to myself. I'm like, you know. 
I want to date again. Like I want to try and find something. I like, I basically didn't date at all for like a whole year, like plus. And I was like, if I don't put myself out there, nothing's ever going to happen. Mm. And at the time I was really in a good headspace. I read every day. I was religious and working. I was like so regimented and I'm like, I think now is the time I'm going to like put myself out there and see what happens. And at that point in time, this was like the sixth weekend. I got my hair cut every other week and we would go, me and my friend would go out every other weekend. So I'd always go out and have a fresh haircut. You know what I mean? Um, and I, and I went off the quote of George, uh, Denzel Washington, I almost said George Washington, Denzel Washington at his speech at Northwestern where he said, uh, he was talking about his acting career and he was like, basically if you sit in the barbershop long enough, you'll eventually get your haircut. And I, I love that quote, even though it sounds stupid, uh, because it basically means like if you put yourself in situations that are where certain things happen, it will eventually happen for you. Right. So I was like, if I go out to the bar with all these people, my own age, some of which are also looking to meet other people and I put myself out there, I will eventually get something right. Mm-hmm. If you go fishing long enough, you'll eventually catch something like yep. it's, it's so Keep many other lines in the water long enough. Something will bite it. Some will bite. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. And I did. And I met my last girlfriend through that methodology. Right. And we dated for like six months, seven. Right. If you want to count, we were basically dating from day one. Like we saw each other it, all the time. You were, you were dating from the day after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys had a whirlwind of a relationship <laughs> there's so many details went from literally being it. these two went from literally strangers. being strangers never knew each other existed to the following day being like wrapped around each other's finger yeah no it progressed fast and it was kind of like an attachment style thing but but basically um you know we dated for that long and and you know like it had really good parts and had bad parts. I'm not going to get into specifics of that, but you know, it taught me a lot of things in terms of like, well, what am I looking for? And then, you know, when that ended, right. When I kind of was like, I can't do it anymore. I didn't date for a while, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I did kind of go on the day naps right afterwards. And again, that was similar Which to fill in. The, it was similar we, to fill in the void. It was, it was because I feel like, because you know what? I love That's exactly what I did. But in real life during those times. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I think I really... Well, like, I used the apps during those times, too. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, you did. You did. I, I sure did. I At the end of the day, I really loved this person. And the feeling of loving someone and someone loving you, even if it was an unhealthy relationship, mm-hmm. like, felt good. And it's yep. like, I wanted to find that. And, like, should I have been on those apps afterwards? No. I think you I just... went on, like, quickly after, I too. just needed... I, I just needed... There you was a, that validation. There was, like, a few weeks afterwards. But, like, I just wanted it... You just, not even validation. I just wanted to find something again. That was nice. It was nice. Like she was the first person I genuinely ever loved. Like I didn't love the first girlfriend, but I genuinely loved her mm. through all the shit, through all yeah. the shit. I think you learned a lot of valuable lessons in that. And I learned a lot. One. Yeah. I yeah. learned a lot. It was even hard to walk away from it, even though I knew it was shitty. You know what I mean? There's yeah. so much to that story where like, you know, people close to me kind of have a clue. I would ne- I'm not going to go into detail on here, but, but, um, but it was really it, hard. It was a relationship that you absolutely should have ended probably before you actually did. Like two months prior, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, I came out of it and honestly, like pretty broken. I feel like for a while. That was the lowest point I think I've ever seen you at. Yeah. Like I just didn't. I just felt like so. Even before like, you ended it, it was blatantly obvious that you weren't doing well. No, I was shot. I like, was like there, there were emotionally, that, emotionally like, shot. There would be times that would like we'd all be hanging out, and me and Christina would leave and be like, "Steven's not okay." Oh, really? 
Yeah. Oh wow, that's wild. Like specifically towards the end, like the last month or the last few weeks. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it was blatantly obvious that it, you were not doing the best. It took like a, a, an emotional toll. Like yeah. it was just like it just got to the point where it was just like. Well, I think you started to regress on your you my know, own all the progress my that own you OCD. had made as a yeah. kid with your OCD and like all that. Like and all my that mom, stuff that you really did so well on. Yeah. You know. I feel like you really started to regress on that. And my mom told me, that was my mom's biggest fear. She's like, Steve, like, you didn't go to therapy. <clears throat> what? You also said I said it? the exact same All right, buddy. thing. All right, buddy. Always give your mom credit for I'm it. I'm sorry. So never, I guess said the same thing. Never me. I kind of said the same thing, I guess. The minute you told me that she had that, I said, oh, Steven. Oh, wait. You did. I sure did. Yeah. Well, anyway, so Kyle's also <laughs> smart, but I uh, I didn't listen. Um, You want to always give people the benefit of the doubt, though. It's not always true. You know, we yeah. didn't know what to expect at the time. but. Yeah. But by the end, it was regret. Like, I honestly almost felt like I had to go back to therapy at, at the end of it. I was just so I – I feel like I was just destroyed. You from, were so drained. From, from, like, the inside out, I felt like during that relationship, my physical health was falling off. My mental health was falling off. Like, I just felt – and yet you still loved the person. It was crazy mm. to me. I was like, why is my brain why, – why am I, like, in – you know what I mean? And because it took, you did love the person. No, no, I did love the person. Yeah. I hope that that person does listen to this. She knows, like, regardless of all the bullshit, like, I still loved her. I think she knew that. You know what I mean? It's just, at the end of the day, and we said this in the beginning, you have to do what's best for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't worry about other people. Like, you always have to worry about yourself first, even if you're dating well, somebody. And it goes back to what I said when I said that my thing was kind of a pro and a con mm-hmm. in that you had been telling her that she was doing these things that were bothering you. Yeah. And instead of her working on them and getting her shit together, mm-hmm. she didn't. No, she didn't. And but it led to, you she... know, unfortunately what had to have happened. You know, fortunately for you, but for her, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. it ended up being not good. No. And she, she needed to get her own personal help. And, like, you know, and maybe her. it was a wake-up call for her. I hope you it know, was. Maybe in the long run for her. This will help. It'll help. I hope it, it showed, like, you know, like, she really loved me, too. And, like, she never meant to hurt me. She just, no, I don't think she was a bad she, person No, no, she's a good person. Mm-hmm. She just had issues, and, like, she couldn't help herself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, I, I understood where she's coming from because her OCD was the same as mine in a different form. But I was, like, six years ahead of her at that point. Like, I had figured myself out. And, again, back to when I didn't date people during that time. And I didn't even have a relationship-style OCD either. But mm-hmm. I know for a fact I, I, I wasn't fine to date people when I was in high school. Yes. And as long as she has what she has, she's not fine to date people because she's no, going to – And it kind of goes back to exactly my thing. I had it from the person's end with that anxiety. And you kind of got it from her end. I saw what you end. did to Christina uh-huh. but from a different light. I think I got it way worse. I don't know. Uh, but Well, you may have gotten it worse, but Christina got it for – significantly longer oh my god yeah yeah and you could see why christina got tired Abs- of it absolutely like mentally speaking christina has her own shit too like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it just it drains you mm-hmm. you're you're dealing with your own stuff as a person and your own stresses and to take on someone else's is like it's it, a lot it, it the cup overflows you yep. know what i mean and so i think that relationship taught me a lot and it taught me a lot about space and like you need to be your own people and you mm-hmm. need to have your own things and uh, I'm kind of trying to learn what healthy a healthy relationship looks like because I'm going to be honest. Like, the only relationships I've ever known were ones where it was like people that wanted to be with me or text me or whatever all the time, and I've never dated anybody 
that where it was healthy. So I don't really know what that looks like. So I'm still trying to figure that out. And I think sometimes people are healthy and people I've talked to. I think you're starting to get there though. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But sometimes people are healthy individuals and they don't, they don't need to talk every day. No. And like, I'm finding that because again, I've been dating again. I've dated like three different people since Mm -hmm. then. You know what I mean? It took me like months to kind of, how, how long was it? Yeah. You've been on dates with quite a few people. I think it was like, like four, like four months in between the breakup and dating somebody, I think. But, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I went on several dates and like, you know, kind of trying to figure out what, what I want, you know what I mean? And like it either didn't work or it was working and it was too far or whatever. But, um, and I think you're there and I think you are getting better at, um, trying to, you know, kind of getting over those thoughts from your past. Well, yeah, I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt, but it is and really I think hard. You are getting there. Yeah. Cause people can be totally normal. Um, but I think sometimes again, cause I, I either ever knew people like just shutting, like ghosting mm-hmm. and going away or being like stuck to me. And so it's hard when someone's in the middle to tell for me personally, cause I've never had that if this is healthy or it's that they don't, they're not interested. It's, mm-hmm. it's very hard for me to tell cause you know, you get hints of like people are interested and then at the same time you're like, but are they though? You know what I mean? Um, and so for me, I'm figuring that part out now. Um, but I'm also like, you know, destined, I feel like I date very intentionally with the point of like, I want to find someone to marry at some As point you should i mean that's the point that we're at in our lives now it's not like back in high school where it's like oh, i'll date this person and this person and this person no you know? i know like yeah. you don't want to start dating someone and then waste two three years of your life with someone you know well exactly and it's it's hard honestly it's honestly pretty hard dating finding people to date these days anyway but i feel like the most genuine connections i've made with people were meeting them in person mm-hmm. and or meeting them through other people or whatever and I always tell I always tell my mom or or um, other people that I will never say no to a first date. I'm always the one asking though. Unless let's be you're real. Currently dating someone. Unless I'm currently. Oh my god! Of course, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, I'll always say yes. Like I think you'll never know what's there until you actually date somebody. It's hard to tell. Like you go on a date and you could think it was going to be amazing and it wasn't. Or you can go on a date and think, uh, whatever. And then that's your person and you never know. So I feel like, you know, I'm out here now still shooting my shot, Mm -hmm. still kind of skeptically missing, you know what I mean? Um, but doing my best. But again, I think again, my whole story of mine versus Kyle, you could see Kyle's was a little bit more linear. I think even though you had, you had your own pitfalls in yours, you Mm -hmm. know, with being in a long-term relationship and like going through your struggles with that person and how that could impact you as a whole mm-hmm. versus, you know, being single your whole life or being in a few relationships and the ups and downs of dealing with a bunch of different people, a bunch of different ways in which people handle dealing with other people, whether appropriate or not, you know, and just, you know, kind of the turbid climate we're in now with the whole dating. Yeah, it's, and it I, is a tough time out there right now. It's a tough time, and again, everyone I know who's been dating someone for a while now—you and Christina, Sam and Ryan from college—you know, uh, Steven, Steven, Selena. Selena been dating for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I don't Nick and Megan. Uh, Nick and Megan, another great one. Yeah, yeah, I just don't see that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, you don't see that anymore, and no. it's just not that they've been dating for a million years, but. At the same time, it's really hard to find that type of connection in other people these days. And do you know what all those relationships have in common? What? 
none of them and this is how you know they're all healthy relationships none of them are posting their relationships on any social media that's so clout. true kyle no, you were so right none, none of them these groups are shoving their relationship out there for everyone to see on social media yes yes because that's fake as fuck though mm, people do that. every time so i have a bunch of people on my facebook instagram whatever that i see they just are dating someone then that just becomes their entire feed is like yeah it's not real of this person like these it's are these real. are not real and never last no it doesn't because you're receiving any source of substance in that relationship comes from other people's validation and not how you actually feel. you know what happens they what? get with this person they post the first picture of them and it gets a shit ton of likes because uh-huh. everyone's happy for uh-huh. them and they just keep it going and just everything's on social media but it dies out and then eventually just left with how does that person make you feel and if it's not enough then it's not enough mm-hmm. the one thing i also realized from the last relationship is like i'm very big in on uh social media stuff mm-hmm. i don't think you should be it's one thing to feel confident about yourself but it's different to be flaunting yourself for other people's validation oh absolutely especially if you're in a relationship, in a relationship. I, especially if you're can, a woman especially if you're a woman say what they want I don't think if you are a woman and you're in a relationship, in a committed relationship, or a man, yep. I don't care who you are. Because men could do thirst trap yep, stuff too. Men do yeah. it all the time too. I don't think you should be out there posting your gym ass. pictures of your ass on display yes. in the gym or like purposely revealing things to thirst trap people online. Yep. If you're in a committed relationship mm-hmm. that doesn't have, you know, unless it's an open relationship or whatever, if you're one of those people... Uh, <laughs> Same for guys. If you're a guy, you shouldn't be like showing your abs I don't think and you posting should be shit like that all shirtless time. gym pictures yeah. on your thing. Maybe that's old school and traditional. No, dude, it's respect. I've noticed that every healthy relationship of people that I know doesn't don't have do that. that. Yep. No, they don't because you don't need the validation. No, it just comes from a and and a big part comes from a sense of insecurity. Like if you truly that, love your partner, right? It doesn't fucking matter what other people think. Why do you need the validation of strangers online? You know, like, I've never thought that I've needed validation of strangers online, except for this podcast. Uh, you can <laughs> validate us all you want. Yeah. But uh, I've never felt like I needed that. No, I know. Because I think you're content with your partner. You could, yeah. go, you could still want to look your best in everyday life. So if people see you, they think, that's a good looking guy or whatever. But you're I not get... outwardly going out of your way to get validation from the opposite and... sex or the same sex, depending on what way you roll. Mm-hmm. Uh you know and you know what i get more validation out of a day that i hear christina telling me i look good yeah than i would from a stranger telling me that i look good kyle i think my heart just melted there that was that was well i mean also think about sentimental. it sentimental she also sees me every day right yeah so you're just so if i actually look good one day and she says it, that must mean i actually look good yeah because she sees you whereas every if day. a stranger online is like oh you look good like okay thanks like thank you like i still appreciate it you don't know me straight like, no i still appreciate <laughs> it but it just means so much more coming from someone that you genuinely love and that you know sees you all the sees time sees you all the time yeah, so they know true. like oh if they're complimenting you that just means so much more some sticks out more you know? yeah yeah it's true because it's almost like if when you lose weight and you see someone every day it's hard for them to tell but you know it's like, but basically otherwise it's you know if you see someone sparsely then you can notice it more. So if someone knows you're losing weight and they see you all the time, it's a big compliment, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. But, but ultimately, you know, I think that basically sums up everything we wanted to say. Yeah. Right, and, buddy? Yeah, and, and you know, I, I hope that it... Maybe it speaks know, to some people. This speaks to some people, and if 
you know, maybe you're having a hard time, either if you relate more to my story or to Steven's here, uh, you know, hopefully it can help someone out with it. Yeah, no, well, exactly. And if, again, if you're in a, if you're in a long-term relationship, like, like buddy over here, like good for you. And if it's mm -hmm. a keeper, hold on to it. I always say good people are hard to find, so you don't want to let it go. Yep. Um, but don't just stay in it just to stay in but it. But don't just stay in it to stay in it. And likewise, if you're out there searching for your soulmate, like me, right? Um, you know, you got to go through a lot of, a lot of hay to find that needle, right? Is that a good metaphor? You got to <laughs> go sift through. through a lot of dirt to find that gold. Yeah, right, right. It's like a diamond in the rough mm -hmm. and like, you know, it's like a messy world out there and you're you're sifting through people who damage other people who have been damaged by other people and so on and so forth. And uh, it's hard to find that person. But just, you know, I think my one thing is never give up on yourself. Keep bettering yourself and, you know, keep putting yourself out there. And then eventually, right, it's in the barbershop long enough. The hair is going to get cut. Right, buddy? It sure will. Damn straight. And, you know think that pretty much sums it up for us today yeah make sure you follow us on spotify you know wherever you get your podcast apple anything like that as always this has been q a i'm q i'm a and we'll see you next, next time, time.